We have Kent Anderson from Warrior Boats. He's been nice enough to join us this morning. And uh, Kent, good morning. Good morning. Kent is uh, the sales manager at Warrior Boats. Now, mm-hmm. I don't mean this as a derogatory comment, Kent, but it's, it's hard for me to believe that you probably are a sales manager when most of the time you you guys sponsor the Montana Governor's Cup here and Walleye Governor's Cup in Montana. You're talking uh, plastics. You're talking bait. You're talking things like that. You do get around talking to the boat if somebody wants to come up, but you really love to fish, and you fish tournaments too. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, Go ahead. I've been fishing tournaments uh, since I was probably uh, fished my first one when I was fourteen years old. Mm. So a few years. Now, Kent, we've got the Tough Guy Tournament kicking off, which is kind of the the kickoff for the tournament season, especially on Fort Peck. But there's tournaments, you know, kicking off all over the state of Montana. Uh, and I know, you know, folks really are wanting to get some some techniques and ideas. You know, just to give you an idea, we've got to several folks that have given us predictions for uh, the Tough Guy Tournament uh, winning weights. Uh, Waylon says 37 pounds. Bruce says 28. We got Wendy saying 42 pounds. That's awful big. And a lot. What what would you say is is one of the key techniques for catching walleye on Fort Peck? Because you spent some time on that reservoir. Yeah, I've spent a little time on Fort Peck, and just like any reservoir and springtime fishing, uh, what you're going to probably be looking for early is uh, to target those big fish and those uh, pre-spawn, pre-spawn uh, females is pitching jigs, you know, fishing, looking at shallow water where it's warming fast, tributary carries, any creeks that are running in, you know, and all this year there's probably going to be a few less as dry as everything is. But uh, looking for those, getting to those spawning areas and looking for those fish in those areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, you got, like you said, it's springtime fishing. What kind of technique are you going to use? Are you going to use uh, live minnows? Are you going to use night crawlers? Are you going to use plastics? What would you prefer to use? I would be use, I would be casting uh, jigs and plastics or jigs and minnows. That would mm-hmm. be, uh, be the two things I'd be, be throwing at them. Uh, depending on the day, would uh, dictate what I would be using the most, but I'd definitely be trying both of them. And if I can get by without using minnows to catch them, that's what I would be doing. Okay, now you fish a lot of big water. I mean, you know, we think Fort Peck is big water here, and it it is is. big water. It's a Um, huge place. But but you fish like the Great Lakes, is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, I I spend a lot of time on the Great Lakes, Lake Mille Lacs, Lake Le Woods, uh, very, very seldom do I get a fish on a small body of water anymore, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, and, and one of the things that uh, I found a little bit ironic is that you fish out of a tiller. Now, we don't see a lot of tillers in Montana, but the Warrior makes a tiller, fiberglass tiller boat that can handle, I mean, they can handle any big water, uh, and you've shown that with the Great Lakes but especially out here in, in Fort Peck. But why doesn't uh, Fort Peck fishermen, why don't the anglers gravitate more towards the tiller than just a regular, you know, full windshield boat that they most of them have? Well, first off, Warrior doesn't just build a, a, a fiberglass tiller boat. We built the king of tillers. Mm. Our V2090 
our V twenty ninety is the king of tiller bullets. It's really twenty twenty foot five inches long. It's got ninety inch beam, and that thing is a big water beast. It, it that hull in rough conditions will outperform anything out there. For one, yes, there's certain days you might get a little spray and might get a little wet, but as far as the ride fishability and handling, I'd put it up against anything. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is going to sound kind of biased, but the Montana anglers are missing out if they're not fishing out of the 2090. I mean, it's just, uh, they're just such a fishable machine. And I get it. If I spent all my time on the Great Lakes or uh, Lake the Woods, something like that, I'd probably be behind the windshield too, just just for the comfort. But like I tell people when I am uh, running my 2090 that there might be 10 days a year where I'm driving from point A to point B and I'm thinking, man, I wish I really had a windshield today. But I've (laughs) never gotten to where I'm fishing when I'm fishing and been like, boy, I wish I had a windshield in my boat right now while I'm fishing. So it's just kind of what I grew up fishing with and uh, I've gotten really used to, but it's, I can do anything in my tiller boat that somebody can do in a uh, windshield style boat, but there's many things that I can do in my tiller boat that they can't do in the wheel boat. Okay. One thing I really like, of course, I own a Warrior. Yes. It's the official boat of the Montana Outdoor Radio Show. One thing I like about it is the personalized service. You fish, uh, your buddy Chuck, he fishes, but in Chuck is. Customer service is actually a great uh, a great attribute for Warrior Boat. Absolutely. I mean, I'd say that's one of the biggest things we pride ourselves on is our customer service and being able to react very quick to our dealers and uh, getting getting the answers to the customers and trying to just be all part of it. I mean, the biggest thing is, I mean, we are the Warrior family and we like to treat it that way. and. When you're buying a boat, you're not just buying a boat, you're joining the family, and we really, really feel that way. And if you talk to most warrior owners, they're going to tell you the same. All right, yeah, fishermen building boats for fishermen. Uh, I got a question for you. Uh, Kibblers, Scott Collingsworth, Scott Sunheim, Doug Kamrowski, all outfitters on Fort Peck Reservoir, they have one thing in common. What is that, Kent Anderson? They all run warrior boats. Yeah. Now, a tough if, one, Captain. If guides all want to have warrior boats, that's got to say something. What, you know, we talk about the warrior difference. Kent, um, sum that up for us. What do you think is the the warrior difference that, that makes you guys stand out so much? First off, I'm going to say again, the warrior family. I mean, that's one of the biggest things with warrior that I feel is very, very important and important for new customers and old is uh, definitely the warrior family. But then when you get into the boat, you can uh, start by the hull design between the smart trolling keel that keeps you on track and catching fish and gives you a heck of a lot more time to pay attention to fishing rather than fighting the boat control. And then the ride. I mean, it's just, I, I feel it's the best ride on the water. It's the driest ride Going back to the Tiller Council thing, I mean, if you're running one of our windshield boats, one of our dual council models, you're not going to need rain gear unless it's coming from the sky because you're not going to get wet behind that windshield just the way the hull design is and the elevated windshield. You actually get a windshield you can 
flip through instead of looking over or looking right at that top cross member. Yeah. Um, and then and then when you start getting in the boat, it's the layout. I mean, it's uh, a lot of people when they first look at a Warrior, they'll say, oh, there's no storage in there. But I tell you what, there's uh, a lot more storage in there than a lot of people know is that we mm-hmm. have the best rod or rod storage, first in class, definitely. There's uh, You can get places you can put 12-foot rods and lock them up. I mean, I've had... In my 2090, and I think you can get more rods in a in a council boat, but in my 2090, I've had pushing 50 rods in there before and not had one lane on the floor. They've all been stored away for people not to step on. And so they're just they're set up for fishing, but yet we have models that are very nice crossover boats that you can take your family in, and there's just a lot of room, great ride. Great people, you get a deal with Chuck and I. Okay, <clears throat> that is true. Now, what is the common question you get from folks when they go to boat shows that you're working about the Warrior boat or a fiberglass boat, or uh, what? What are they? What are they wondering about? Uh, probably one of the biggest things, you know, like a new a new fiberglass customer would ask would be why do I want fiberglass over aluminum? Mm-hmm. And one of the Probably one of the most misunderstood things is people that fish rocky areas and they go, well, I can't have fiberglass because I fish where there's rocks. Well, first off, most people that fish where there's rocks, they're not driving on the rocks. Right. Um, And and, and that's that's the goal is not to hit rocks. So um, there's some cases, obviously, that, aluminum is better a jet boat or whatever but uh for the most part i mean i i feel and i think it's a proven fact fiberglass is more durable than the aluminum uh you can repair it it's 100 percent repairable mm-hmm. if something were to happen to you and um you can just do so much more with fiberglass boat i mean as far as in, when you're talking on the engineering side and the hull design you can you can shape and form a fiberglass boat to just about anything you want. And with that, you get a better ride, you get better tracking, better handling. And what all that uh, boils down to is when it's uh, time to fish, you're, you're again going to spend more time fishing than fighting boat control and, you know, changing, changing clothes because you're wet. Now, one of the things that I find unique about the Warrior Boat uh, for a banged up old timer like myself is the trailer. Uh, I think you guys have a very unique uh, trailer. One, because of the steps you can get right up into it. Talk a bit about your custom trailers and, and how that kind of fits into the whole package. Yeah, all of our boats come uh, setting on uh, easy loader custom trailer. They, uh, they're all custom design. They're all engineered to fit our boat specifically you're not going to be able to just take our trailer and throw any boat on it because they're designed to fit our unique hulls and what that does is it just gives the boat a nice cradle uh gives a nice place to rest because let's face it that boat's going to sit on the trailer a lot more than it's probably going to sit anywhere else so Mm -hmm. it's very important to have the right trailer under it we have the uh just about every one of our boats has got the trailer steps up front so you can Get in and out of it easy. You can get in and out when you're uh, loading and unloading to be able to hook your boat on and uh, keep everybody safe. Nine models to choose from for Warrior Boat. We're going to talk about a model in just a moment. 
that took six years in the making, hundreds of hours of preparation. Mm-hmm. Kent Anderson out on the water, fine tuning this boat. So it's a dandy. You guys are really enthused about this boat. Absolutely, it's the Warrior V two thirty eight, and that boat comes in at twenty two feet eleven inches, has a thirty inch transom, seventy eight gallon fuel tank. And it's rated for a 450. That's right. I said a 450. Woo! So you can, yes, you can strap that uh, incredible Mercury 450R Verado on the back of that thing and, and, and rip. Now, uh, you necessarily don't need the 450. I mean, we have guys running the 300. and uh, We got guys running from the 300 to the 450 already. Um, the V238, yeah, you talk about the six years of... Uh, in the making, and it, and it kind of all goes back to uh, when we started on the planning for the 208 back in uh, probably 2014 that started. And we kind of had a plan and made a plan back then on the uh, on kind of the transition of the models that we wanted to do. And we uh, came out with the 208 first, then uh, the 198 and the 238. Each one we uh, you learned and you and you made uh, more inside creature comforts for people and uh, with the V two thirty eight I mean that thing has been a home run we've uh, I mean today if you wanted to go and order one you're probably looking at January of next year uh, now saying that there's there's going to be lots of them in stock at our wonderful family of dealers and uh, that you can see and actually. Uh, Wallace Marine and Great Falls and Mondak Marine have them heading their way. Mondak that I know is sold, but that boat has a 450R on it. So wow. if you want to go Holy test smokes. out the Warrior difference on uh, Fort Peck and experience the V238 with a 450 on it, you get a hold of Brandon or Renette over there at uh, Mondak Marine, and they'll make sure to make that happen to get you out in that thing. And then over in uh, Great Falls, Mitch and the crew there, Sydney. Um, they're going to have a V238 hitting the ground here probably in the next week or two. And uh, if you want to see one and climb in one, be sure to give them a call. They'll uh, be glad to open the door and let you uh, check it out. But that boat is, uh, I, I I personally ran that boat from the, a, a small lake in central Minnesota was where we first splashed it in October 30th. So it was uh pretty fun event finally getting to drop that boat in the water but then i took it on a on a pretty whirlwind tour last fall and we went from lake Malax all the way out to lake erie to uh lake Sakakawea, lake Wahi. so i mean mm. i i experienced a bunch of great lakes as i on my way out to lake erie and the western reservoirs and that thing handled everything that mother nature threw at it with great ease and actually lot i mean i was i was impressed i mean a lot of people that know me when i talk about the boat they're like man that thing must really be something because you really get excited about it and it is i mean i've never experienced anything like that um for a multi-species boat and it's just unbelievable it's unbelievable ride it's unbelievable handling it is a dream boat for right. anybody fishing big water Kent, we appreciate you spending time with us. Yeah, Kent thanks, Kent. Anderson from Warrior Boats. Have yourself a good weekend. Say hi to Chuck for us, and we'll see you on the water here at the Montana Walleye Governor's Cup down the road.
sounds good. Thanks for your time. And I want to throw one thing out there quick is anybody looking for a boat this year, I don't care what model it is, don't wait because they're not going to last long. All right, buddy. Mm -hmm. All right, take care.